This is episode 107. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. <laughs> this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. I have no idea, and I don't know what came over me, and it was weird. And Hi, I'm Chris. Let's just, let's just keep it. We are keeping Oh, no, we're not going to redo anything. Oh, I was like, I was post-yawn. I did like a yawn, and then I, I just you were trying to be, kept that vibe. Uh, yeah, you were trying to keep that. Hey, what's up? My name is Chris. <laughs> Total opposite to what I normally say. I'm Chris. Hey, I'm Chris, buddy. Yeah, that was funny. Oh. I was like, what in the world? All well, right, well. Episode off, 107. Off to a bang. Off to a great start. Uh, hope that you guys uh, uh, will have a good Labor Day. Yep. Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Coming lots, up. lots to celebrate. It's your birthday today. Literally today is my birthday. The 31st. We're doing this on a Wednesday. My birthday. Um, yeah, maybe Beth maybe cinnamon rolls this morning. Come on. Put a candle in it. What? I know. All right. It was great. Any bacon? Nah, oh. but I but I told you for lunch I made us go get ribs. That's right. You don't, you didn't need the bacon. I don't need morning. bacon. I'm just gonna get that we're that, gonna, that we're gonna midday carry, rib. We're gonna carry over the rib chat from last week. Remember we were talking about chilies? Yeah. Oh, I actually listened to our podcast and we you talked did. about chilies ribs. There you go. I don't know if I've ever had them. I have. Really? They're mediocre. Yeah. Well, okay. I will take that. Yeah. I will take mediocre ribs. Yeah. I might go eat with some of the best ribs in the country. They're very good. Today. They're very good and very expensive. Yeah. So your birthday is a great day to do that. Yeah. Rodney Scott's. If you yeah. guys so good. You guys might have a Rodney Scott's. Uh, probably not. <laughs> unless you're in Birmingham, Charleston, or Atlanta. Or Atlanta, yeah. Uh, he's a James Beard award-winning chef, barbecue pit master. Whole hog. He does whole hog. It's, it started in South Carolina, started in Charleston. He moved here to Birmingham. Now he has like two or three here. He has yeah. a bunch now. Um, we, got, we got Homewood. Downtown in Trustville. In Trustville now, yeah. yep. So I'm not covered up with Rodney Scott. So I, I may just go Rodney Scott it up today. It's really good. Or bread. I may not. I may by the time this gets done, I gotta pick up boys. I need to get my time. I dare you to take them to Rodney Scott's. Like, here's a twelve dollar single rib nope. for you, child. <laughs> just a gnaw. <laughs> uh nope, not gonna do that. Uh yeah. So all right, I think there's we have a lot to talk about. One, we have a good topic today to talk about. We're talking about Jesus in the Bible, so that's a good day. That is a good day. Went to the beach last week. Um, had our first encounter with jellyfish. Oh, boy. Which Wilson, kid? Wilson. Wilson, our dude, three-year-old, uh, wrapped around his leg. He grabbed it and threw it off like mm. a beast. Uh, Jack is yelling, Wilson, guys, talking about jellyfish. I, I we've been around jellyfish. We always jump over them or just don't get in the water. We're like, yeah. eh, let's just let's just wait and chill. I have never been around anybody who's like I've never know I've never witnessed a jellyfish attack sting. So this and it was like, ah, oh, okay, crazy. Well, I didn't know. I grabbed my son. Yeah, put him to my chest. I held him tight because it's my baby boy is hurting. Well, those <laughs> oils got on me. Yeah, I got like marks on my chest from it like am i it's the price of love my chest was burning and i was like dang i got secondhand sting and it hurt i can't imagine getting yeah. full blownsies from uh, a, a real jellyfish 
But we had people put meat tenderizer on it, pee on it. We're like, you know what? I'm, I, whatever you, what, whatever you're yelling at me on the beach, I'm probably ra- not going to random person. Yeah. I'm not going to do. Yeah. Um, I'd rather just Google it and figure out what like medical professionals say. And they basically say, don't do any of that junk. Yeah. Get in a hot tub, a hot bath and let it soak for 30, 40 minutes. An hour and a half later, he was down at the beach playing. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of one of those things really unpleasant when it happens, but then it kind of goes away. I kind of put it to hot sauce. Mm. It's hot, but then it's like, oh, then it tapers down and you're like, oh, I don't remember having that. Yeah. So he was fine. Um, had a good beach, beach trip, beach life. Um, so I, I want to talk about last week's podcast. Uh, what, why are you laughing? <laughs> because this is just the weirdest. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the weird story from last week got even weirder upon looking into it. Okay. So and then now we sound weird. <laughs> so let's go back guys. We're going to go back. If this, if you didn't listen to last week's one, go listen to it. But for this story's sake, you're okay. Um, <laughs> a week or two ago. So we recorded like back to back, right? Yeah. Cause we were gone. So about two weeks ago, I'm at Walmart. I get approached by a little buddy, by a guy. Hey, can I ask you a question? Have you ever heard of God, the mother in the Bible? And you're like, ah, on the podcast last week, <laughs> I said that this guy said mother God. Yeah. God, the mother, mother, God, I'm dyslexic. It's all the same. Right. It's not. It's really not. It's really. We almost had to do. I had to go back and listen to the podcast. Almost did a take back. (laughs) I almost. And I don't know. And I recorded it. I recorded a um, point of clarification (laughs) stopping in the middle of this podcast because we need to talk about something. We need to have an adult chat. Let's have a family chat. So the family chat was, and I didn't because I said the wrong word. So if you were to Google this, nothing would come up. They don't make any sense. If you got time today, go and Google God the mother. Yeah. So first off, we need to backtrack corrections and omissions. We need to correct. Yes. Um, I was joking like, oh, it's some like Church of God deal. False. Uh, God the Mother is part of this World Mission Society Church of God. Yeah. It's not just like your down the street Church of God church. Yeah. This is different. Okay. Darby Road Church of God or something like that. <laughs> this is, what are you t- <laughs> This is different. Yes. Uh, God the Mother is a South Korean lady named um, Zhang Jil Jong. Mm-hmm. I said that almost pretty good. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, basically, I, I the the way that I briefly looked at this was, again, I could have done way more research in the past two weeks, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, I said I was going to on the beach, and I just didn't do it. Um, this is a religion that started in like South Korea in the seventies. Yeah. And they believe that this lady, there's a guy who thinks he is Jesus and God. Yeah. He, I, I think this kind of came off of the Jehovah's witness okay. area. And now it's its own, like it's not, so it's all, it's, it's its own bonkers deal now. Yeah. But basically this lady is it. And it's this Korean lady. If you look at pictures of her, you can look up this and all you're going to see is pictures of this lady's face. Yeah. Uh, they started this religion. Uh, believe in God, but don't believe they're God. Believe she's m- God, the mother. Okay. So anyways, you're like, okay, that's still not bad. This guy wants to talk to you. I, I will still go back and say, I wish I would have had a conversation with this guy. 
But then if you do a little more research. It gets even weirder. <laughs> if you do a little more research on God the Mother, you don't have to go far, y'all. Like, page one of Google, about the third <laughs> search down, is this thing called PSU Vanguard. It's this website in 2019 that did this whole story. Mm. Basically, they're also saying that this religion, this church, this world mission is also into sex trafficking. All right. <laughs> um, and we were patting this guy on the back for pat- his assertiveness. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, this guy believes it. He's going to do it. Now, I don't know why I was approached. Hey, your target. <laughs> I don't know why I was approached in the middle of the day for this. Um, but... If you do some research, apparently on some college campuses, and what's funny is that what this guy said was very similar to what they yeah. were quoting in this. Like, hey, have you ever heard God the Mother? Yeah. Would you like to talk about it? It's in the Bible. They kind of just pull you into like, no, this is a Bible. And they go to colleges to get people who are brand new, freshmen. They don't curious. Curious. Like, hey, why don't you come join our small group, our church? Yeah. And then apparently the guy's like, hey, I'll come pick you up. <laughs> And I'll take you to said Bible study. And then you are trafficked. Mm. So, uh, no, sir, don't do that. Yes. Um, we do not support this. Not. And then in my head, I was thinking, why is he at this Walmart? And I'm like, UAB, Samford. There's two colleges. Birmingham Southern. Two miles yeah. from here. Like, a ton of college students yeah. in there. And college, they shop at that Walmart. And it was like the first week where they were moving into the dorms. So I was like. It's all coming together. So, no, sir. Don't do that. We're not patting the guy on the back. Bad. No. And all the things I said, do more research, but I'm sorry, y'all. We take it back. I take it back. We're laughing about, hey, you're doing it. I'll, I actually, to, to go back, I would still like that conversation. I'm yeah. not going to go away from that. Yeah. Now that I know this, I would really like the conversation. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, take me to Bible study. I'll punch a, <laughs> punch a guy in the face at Walmart. <laughs> Anyways. Happy birthday, y'all. Uh <laughs> There's Mother God, which you're going to see nothing online. There's going to be a lot of nothings, but you search Mother God. Or God the no, Mother. God the Mother. <laughs> oh, this is good. Mother God is nothing. God the Mother, very bad. Do not be associated with that. Yes. All right. Well, on a lighter note, yes. let's talk about Jesus the Savior. Amen. The real one. Yes. Uh, in that times. Um, we have no new nothing. Well, that was our update. Sorry. That was our big update. Um, nothing else going on. All right. If you got your Bibles, let's just turn it to Luke 8. I'm there. Why not? I showed up ready. I, you showed Hey, if you show up ready, you may have to get ready. Bingo. Uh, all right. So there's this book. I'm just going to put this right out here. Again, this is not. We like to read things, take things, articles, take things somewhat. Take these ideas and then let's just talk about them. Um, and so there's a book out. By Kyle Eidelman. If you don't know Kyle Eidelman, is it Southwest or Southeast Church in like Louisville? I think he's the pastor of that. It's a massive church. He's looking at me. I don't know. It's it's either Southeast or Southwest. I think it's Southeast. It's one of those. I think it's Southeast Church um, out in like, I think Louisville. It's massive. It's big. If you have Right Now Media, he has a lot of stuff. He's written other books. This is not like a new guy. Uh, but Kyle Eidelman, he has a book called One at a Time. And if you have Right Now Media... Uh, which is a website. It's kind of like a Netflix for Christians. Like there's a lot of Bible studies and things. Um, he has a lot on this. Uh, we're not going to dive into the entire book, but there's some things that I, that we already talk about that I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, and so even though we're kind of taking his ideas, it's still <coughs> having a conversation. Um, 
I, I think that it will be fruitful for you. And I know it will be for us talking about it. Yeah. Um, so he talked about if you had to list now, again, spoiler alert, we already said Jesus, but if you had to list, uh, some top influential people in the world of all time, let's take Jesus out of it. Cause we know that that's number one. Who else would you put on the list? Hitler. You know, you, you know what? Yes, you are 100% correct. Hey, influence can be good or bad. I did this lesson around about 100 teenagers, and yeah. it was like, Hitler! That was the first one they yelled at. <laughs> they love yelling Hitler out. Stalin. So you bring up a good point. It could be good or bad, yeah. right? Like, it doesn't have to be, like, the best person ever. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa would be on that. Uh, Billy Graham, maybe? Maybe. I, I, I'm not even thinking religious. Yeah. Well, neither is Hitler. But like George Washington, George like Washington. first president, but he also turned down being a king yeah. so we can have presidents. That's kind of like a big deal. It kind of started it us off. Alexander Hamilton. Right. Uh, the forgotten founding father. Yeah. Until Lin-Manuel Miranda. Until everyone in the world just <laughs> sings his name all the time. Uh, right. But if you were to boil it down to what is, who is the most influential, even if you're not a Christian, I think you would have to say Jesus. I mean, change the world. Like even our whether you like it or not. Even our calendar date, like even the way that we do time for years, is based on that. Yeah. Right. Um. So Jesus, uh, I, I think by far, even if you were not a Christian, you would say he has to be. Yeah. Like for the longest standing, for two thousand some odd years, he is still the one that everyone talks about, that people give their life to, that we have given our life to work and service for the church and for Jesus. Um, it's a really big deal. Uh, and there has been, there, there are seminars and you were in the corporate world way more than I was. Uh -huh. I was in it for about 11 months. Oh, nice. Working at Dell computers. Uh, so I put in 11 years, you put 11 years. So we're pretty close. 11, months, yeah. 11 years. But even in that, even in my 11 months, we would have, um, we would have what we call AHODs, uh -huh. all hand on deck. Okay. Where we all get together and it's like, hey, we're going to do this seminar. Hey, we're going to have this you know, speaker come in. And you probably went to those things yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, on how to be a leader. Yeah. How to be influential. Yep. And there are a ton of conferences and books and speakers and all these round table and all these things to figure out how to be an influential person. Yeah. Um, but this is what this book talks about. This is a Kyle Eidelman saying, Hey, there's all of that, but we will go and we will study and we will learn and we'll go to these conferences and we will try to figure out what is the unique certain way of the time to be. And it's like, if you want to know how to be influential, then go to the most influential person and let's just study Jesus. Yeah. Um, and it's also what this book is about is him just kind of studying Jesus, uh, on, on how to do that. Yeah. In that area there. Um, one of the things that I like that he talks about is that most of us, and I'll just ask you this question. Do you believe that most people want to be influential? Hmm. Probably. Okay. I think that there are people out there who really don't want to be influential that kind of want to fly on the, under the radar. And that may just um, be their personality, right? They're yeah. They're just don't want to be in the limelight. But I, I think that most people um, would like to have an impact 
on the world around them, influence people and in, in their way of thinking or, or whatever. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, and especially in this younger gener- younger generation, millennials down. Yeah, hang on. In, this whole influence thing, like, there's a whole new world of oh, right? just people that that's their whole. Well, and even that like, word, if yeah. you were to ask a 12 year old, yeah, hey, do you want to be influential? They're like, do you want me to be an, an influencer? influencer. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, what is that? They're going to have a total, it's right. going to be all social media. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, that's not what we're talking about, y'all. Yeah. Which I think Jesus would be good at that. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about is, oh, I want to be an influencer where people uh, pay me to drink out of this water bottle. Right. And then, uh, and then I get money for it and they get to sell it. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about changing people's lives, uh, you being influential. Yeah. But what we've heard is that from millennials down, really, they, they want to live in a world where they can make a difference. Like they want to make a difference in what they do. So social justice stuff is really big on the radar. But I would think from like our parents' age and their parents and our grandparents, I think their goals were like, let me get a house, let me get a job, let's survive, let me put food on the table, and we're healthy and we're done. And you can graduate and get out of the house. And now you go get married, go get a house, go get a wife, go get a husband, go get a job, support your family. Yeah. And that's the way that it was. Yeah. But I don't think this newer generation, what we could tell is, you know, young folks, they're not like, Oh, that's all I want to do. They're yeah. like, where does my life have meaning? I want to make a difference in this world. Yeah. I want my work to be, uh, life changing and fulfilling and changing other people's lives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the world's changed a lot, like yeah. in three generations, you know, oh, absolutely. You don't have to go back that far when mm. a lot of people were subsistence farmers and scratching out a living the best they could and hoping that their kids could do better. Um, and then you kind of have our parents and our generation, which I kind of combine in a certain way in that it was just this time of prosperity yeah. Um, you know, really, if there was if there were things that that you wanted to achieve, you kind of had a pathway to do that. But then like these kids coming up now have seen the world kind of in a little more tumultuous mm-hmm. light, like pandemic. Yeah. Economy crashes, yeah. stuff like that. And it's like, hey, man, I may never buy a house. So that yeah. can't be my thing. My thing is going to be, you know, how can I make a difference in the world? Like, yeah. And I think that's great. Like, and I love that their minds are going to, if I want to do something, I want to do it to make a difference and change things. Uh, Now you have to help uh, a point in the right direction of like, what, what do you want to help and promote and do that? Um, um, And so for us, you know, here kind of looking at this, at this book, um, what he basically talks about is, uh, um, Let's let's look at Jesus's life and how did he become the most influential person? Now we could say, well, he was the son of God, so that's easy. Uh, that helped. That helped a lot, <laughs> right? Like, oh, okay, well, he was set up for success. Yeah. But he was a poor, you know, we say carpenter. He was a poor uh, a worker from a crappy town yeah. that nobody knew. Uh, his, you know, his parents weren't famous and all this stuff. If you were to look at him and go, well, he's going to be the most influential person when he's like nine years old, 
you'd be like, why? Yeah. He's not from anywhere good. He doesn't have his name. He doesn't have all this stuff. Um, and a lot of people did not believe he was the son of God, but he was still very influential. Yeah. Uh, so what are some things that he did? Mm-hmm. Is what we're going to look at. Yeah. Um, there. Um, have you ever been to New York City? I have. One time. Really? Me too. New York City? Yeah. Uh, when did you go? 2002, oh, I believe. Nice. A long, long time ago. 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> nice. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Things have changed. High school trip. You went, y'all went that soon after 9-11? Yeah. Really? Well, you graduated in 03, right? I think I was a junior. I'm sure we didn't go my... You didn't go one sophomore year. My sophomore year. And I don't think I was a freshman. Maybe I was a freshman. It might have been the year before it happened. So either 20 or 22 years ago. (laughs) Sometime in there. Did you guys do like the Empire State Building and all that fun jazz stuff? I think so. (laughs) I think so. so It's a long time ago. I went in 2007. Okay. PRSSA, yeah, public relations too. society. I was the vice president of that. We went to um, the PRSSA and the PRSA, Public Relations Student Society of America. Yeah, there's like a junior version, which was us, and there's another one. It was in New York. Was a big conference. Um, this was 2006, seven. I heard Donald Trump speak. Nice. He spoke at it. Uh, Larry King spoke at it, which is pretty cool. Um, anyways, speaking in New York, going to New York City. Uh, um, one of the things that I like when you go somewhere like that or you go on vacation to this like touristy spots, they have these things called a coin viewer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Right. It's like that big Ke- Kevin silver. McAllister, Home Alone 2. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was in New York. Yeah. Right. So you have that big like coin viewer. You put 50 cents in it. You hit the button. And for a little bit, it's basically a... Uh, um, um, binoculars it's you big pay, old binoculars you pay for binoculars you can just bring your own that's right but you can pay for binoculars right so they usually have them in like the grand canyon or like a big city where you have this big scape or this big landscape this big area to look at but this allows you to kind of zoom in a little bit yeah right uh, um, and this is what kyle Eidelman says this is what makes jesus the most influential person for, for him to be this is that he has a zoomed in uh, a coin viewer like mentality. Mm-hmm. Now we talk all the time about, you know, you know, just having eyes like Jesus, let us see like Jesus. And I think it's true, but his is even more narrowed down. It's not just let me see, like, let me almost focus, um, you know, the way that Jesus focuses in on people. Yeah. Um, and he says, if you want to start to be influential, this is a good starting point. Yeah. It is having a zoomed in view of people and of things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good. Um, you know, one of the, one of the most remarkable things about the stories in scripture about Jesus are, are the amount of things that he got done, you know, in, in his 30 ish years of life. Um, so he was busy, he was on the move, but he was always willing to stop and interact and engage and be truly like present with the individual. Like, yeah, I don't. And, and I think that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. It's like, we don't, we don't think like that. We think about programs and, and ministries and, and this, this system. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah. like, 
when was the last time we stopped and really just <laughs> dug got in with one person and just sat and said no this yeah. is yeah. yeah yeah and that's kind of it so his whole deal is one at a time living one at a time uh ministry is being zoomed in and just kind of seeing people not as a group or a category right. or hey you know like i work with teenagers like well no i also work with maddie yeah like, it's a person right and sawyer who is what like which is true uh but we always kind of have this bigger view of this but he kind of goes down so here for the next five six minutes we're going to look at uh luke 8 if you have your bible uh you can turn to luke 8 uh roughly about third uh, 43 43 so here we go uh this is jesus heals a woman um yeah, yeah that we know as Jesus went, the people pressed around him, and there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for 12 years, um, and though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed anymore. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowd surrounded you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touch me, for I perceive for I perceive the power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, um, was not hidden, she came trembling and, fa- and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. Verse 48, And he said to her, daughter your faith has made you well go in peace so here we go we get jesus he's in this town he's walking around uh the crowds are pressing in on him yeah jesus has his reputation a reputation of uh healing and preaching and raising people from the dead and it's like we want to see jesus yeah like people just want to be around him right so he's walking in Everyone around him, people wanting to do different things, go here, do this, do that. And I even think he was on his way to go heal someone else's daughter. Who was dying. Right? So, yeah. like, he is walking to someone else's house whose daughter is dying to go heal. So, he's got he's got stuff to do. He got a mission. Um, and as far as Jairus, the... Jairus, the, like the father. The, the father of the little girl who's dying, like... They're they're kind of on a tight schedule. They don't really have <laughs> time to stop. There's no like pit stop. Yeah. It's like, hey, buddy, he, he, she's dying as we speak. Right, I, Jesus, I need you here now. Right, Jesus goes, okay. So he walks, and people are around and crowded, and this and that. And this lady who has been bleeding for twelve years, spent all of her money, can't figure out why. She knows if I just touch Jesus, yeah, and she wants to do it in secret. And she, I don't know how it is, but she is on the ground. She whatever it is, she touches the back of his garment his robe his coat whatever it is uh, um and jesus stops because jesus knows yeah <laughs> he's smart uh um stop and said wait a minute somebody touched me and i love how peter here is like say what now yeah everyone's touching you yeah like, we're being pressed around dog yeah the 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 word that that describes how the crowd is around him is yeah. is this greek word i'm going to try to say it soup nego yeah. And it means to choke. Yeah. So like this isn't just a group of folks kind of casually walking. This like is a people are literally this is... pressing in. They want to be as close to Jesus as possible. Um what's interesting though is other people were clearly touching Jesus. Yes. But they don't report having been healed. Yes. 
And it's because they didn't have the faith uh-huh. to reach out yeah, and girl. believe that they were going like, to be hey, healed. If I touch you, this is going to Yeah, happen. right? Yeah, she for sure. So she reached out, touched him. Jesus stopped and said, hey, who touched me? Peter's like, what are you talking about? Everybody. Are, the, the, everybody in here is touching us. We're, everybody, we're all touching I touched you. you. Yeah, he's like, oh, that was me. Uh, he goes, no, I felt the power leave for me. Yeah. Who was it? She kind of sees now that she can't get away from it. She uh, trembles, goes up to Jesus, says, hey, it was me. Sorry. I was yeah. healed. I know if I just touched you, it did that. Um, and I love this point right here uh, uh, in uh, 40. Where am I at? 48. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. When we kind of talk about this um, um, focused in, you have this crowd of people and Jesus looks and says, uh, I notice you. Yeah. I noticed that you needed me. I noticed that you were coming to search me and I acknowledge who you are. And he calls her daughter. Yeah. Like no one wanted to be around this lady. Yeah. Like this was a bad news for her. She didn't, she was unclean, had to be pushed away. But you had Jesus that looked her in the eye and said, I see you. Yeah. I don't see a crowd. I don't see an agenda. I don't see a miracle. I don't see anything except for I see you, daughter. Mm. And he gives her a new name. And yeah. he just calls her and says, look, it's okay. Yeah. Um, and it would have been easy for Jesus to not stop. And she we, was healed either way. She was healed either way. He could have just kept on going. And nobody would have been up. Even if we were to read this, and I really think this, if we read this story and say, a lady touched his garment, but Jesus did not have time to stop because he was going to heal a little girl dying. We'd say, good job, Jesus. Like, yeah. good job, buddy. Yeah. Like you, you have your priorities in line, but Jesus like, but my priorities are different than yours. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't really see things the way that you see things. Yeah. This is, this is such a, a beautiful and profound moment. Uh, I tried to double check this, but I think this is the only time in scripture that Jesus is recorded calling anybody daughter. Ooh. This is the only time. This is intimate yes. and beautiful. And the significance of him stopping to address this woman is deeper than you can imagine yeah. on the first reading. So she was an outcast because yes. of her condition. Yes. She was not allowed to worship. She was ceremonially and socially unclean, right? So people did not Cast want her around. Out. And she was probably hidden. Her face was hidden. For because, sure. You know, yeah, she couldn't even be in that crowd. No, she wasn't allowed to be in the crowd, but she knew she had to be. So, but Jesus stopping, looking her in the eye, calling her daughter, telling the crowd yes. that she's been healed was a... 180, 100% restoration of every part of who she was. And like Jesus pulled the reverse Uno card on, <laughs> yeah. you know, because the law was if a woman who was unclean touched a man, touched a rabbi, touched anybody, guess he, what? Now he, her uncleanness has been transferred to you and you're unclean. Jesus mm -hmm. says, nay, nay, <laughs> you touch me and my power God's power live, working through me doesn't, I'm not going to be unclean. Guess what? You're whole now. And that's what scripture says. He said, when, when she touched him, she was made whole. Her faith made her whole. Yeah. And, and Jesus even talks about that. He's like, 
he says it was your faith that healed you. It wasn't some superstitious act yeah. of you touching me. Yeah. Because look, everybody's touching me. Yeah. It was your faith that healed you. He restored her socially, spiritually, emotionally. She was willing. Physically. She, she I, I don't know the law on this, but I would assume that she probably could have been stoned to death. She would have gotten in trouble for sure. Right. Like, I don't know what the what the actual code saw her was. And said, no, hey. No, we told you you're unclean. Get out of here. Yeah. Like you can't she be around this. She had 12 years of knowing what the rules were. Yes, and obeying by the rules, but because of him, was like, uh-uh. Like I know that I have to go to him, and so yeah. she probably had her head covered and everything, and yeah. was trying to hide. And when she realized that she couldn't hide, yeah, that's when it's like, uh-oh. Yeah. Now people see me, mm-hmm. and so she's probably trembling of like, I'm not even. This is to, it. I'm in I'm big not even trouble. To yeah. Be here. Uh, and he's like, oh, no, daughter, I got you. Yeah. He saw her on an individual you know, basis, and he didn't see her as the sin. Uh-huh. He didn't see her as being unclean. He didn't see her. He said, daughter, like I see who you are because of your faith. I got a daughter. Yeah, like, right? Yeah. And to call someone by that name is as close as yeah. it gets, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is huge. Um, he's saying you you are welcome here You're you are my family, family. Mm-hmm. yeah and so for for us you know when we you know when you look in a scripture i think um i think over 40 times we read where it says that jesus saw he's looking right he he is looking so when we say like hey let's have the eyes like jesus that we see people the way jesus wants us to see i think that's very true but I think there's another layer when you go to is in like, don't just see people in crowds. Look for an individual. Yeah. Put a name to it. Um, so if if you're out going, I don't know what to do next. I don't know what it is that Jesus, won't, you know, that God wants me to do. We kind of have this big picture yeah. and this big plan ideas of like, well, I'm going to start a foundation. I'm going to raise money. I'm going to go on a trip. I'm going to do this. Maybe God's saying like, go talk to your neighbor. Go find <laughs> someone. Go learn someone's name. Yeah. And go ask questions yeah. and just be their friend. And you're like, oh, well, I was going to do really big, great things. And it's like, this is one of the greatest things you can do is like have that one-on-one relationship with somebody, yeah. um, you know, and let them know that they're loved yeah, um, and that they're a part of the community. Right. Yeah. Um, so I like this book. We're going to continue on a few of these um, for the next little bit. We've got some more. We got more. There's a there's a, I mean, there's a whole book we can do. We're not going to do the, every chapter. We're not going to do all that stuff. We're, we're gonna, just going to do the best ones. We're, gonna, we're just going to hit some high points in there just to kind of get it um, because you guys do get it. But uh, uh, um, I think it's cool. If not, go go and get the book. It's on Amazon. It's on things. We dare you. One at a Time by Kyle Eidelman. Yep. Um, and we will get you that um, info. I'm not going to get you the book. Um, but Say it's my birthday. You get me a book. You guys buy me the book. Uh, it is my birthday. I kind of forgot. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, well, hey, hope you guys have a good Labor Day weekend. Rest a little bit. Hang out with family. Make some memories. Meet somebody new. All that. Uh, all the fun stuff. Like, review, subscribe, smash, send, share, tweet, like, heart, thumbs mm. up. All the things that you can do. That's it. Just do it. Snail mail. Write me a letter. <laughs> you can get a Homewood Church of Christ care of justin peach yes attention justin peach uh or someone else is going to open and read it um well have that right there well hey hope you guys have a good day um and we'll catch you all next week bye friends Jesus.